0: Good. What's good? What's good, fans? Thank you guys for tuning in, Voice of the Fans podcast. This is your man Cam. Got my man, Young Sam up in the Northwest. I hear you guys had some good weather today. You little bundled up for that for the sun shining all day long.
1: Oh well, it was uh, it was very pleasant early in the afternoon, and then of course, in typical Seattle fashion, we got a little chilly. You know, once the uh, you know sun came down in, towards the evening, but uh, no, it was a great day.
0: Yeah, we need some of that chill down here, man. It's 87 degrees today here in the South Miami man. and where I'm at right now. I'm in Englewood on location, so a little warm down here today, man. A little too warm for March almost, right?
1: Oh, well, I, I, I'm sure you're complaining about it, right?
0: Uh, you know, we got to do some, some things we have to deal with. So we can't, it can't be perfect every day down here. But fans, this is your man Cam. As I mentioned, got my man Young Sam up in the Northwest. Today this is Voice of the Fans podcast week 132 of this iteration of the Voice of the Fans podcast. In in our show today, we're going to discuss NFL free agency recap. Who got the best who signed the best players? Who got the best deal? We're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline. We're gonna give a recap about that. Some teams did very well. Other teams did all right. Other teams just was trying to give away players essentially. And then there was the the buyout market. We're gonna to get to that. Talk about NBA season week thirteen. It is, and then we got this week in history. Every week we try to give you a historical per- perspective on kind of what's going on. In the society some of the things that happened in the past some of the things that happened in the sports world so we just try to give you a a natural perspective on that Uh, we might even get to our ncaa brackets which uh your brackets look like mine you know we only got one hope that gonzaga bulldog pull it out outside of that our brackets is crap i want to give a shout out to all those listening to the podcast on iHeartRadio, tuned in, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast. Shout out to you guys for being a part of the show. Shout out to you guys for spending time with us. We appreciate it. I want you to hit that like button, leave a comment, let us know what you think. But then I also want to give a special shout out to the guys at Hoops and Brews. Uh, my guys clickbait A and B. Um clickbait one and two. They know who they are. I want to shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for uh giving us a platform adding us on your platform i should say and bringing it bringing us along i appreciate your help all the technical uh, savvy that you guys did all the promotional savvy that you guys has helped us with i appreciate it so hoops and brews make sure you check them out on youtube obviously you can see this on voice of the fans on youtube we link we're going to share a link on facebook twitter facebook group with voice of the fans twitter it's what's good in sport. That's my Twitter. What's your Twitter handle, Mr. Clevon?
1: My Twitter handle is at Clevy wonder. And my Instagram is, uh, Clevon steel.
0: Yeah. I need to get on my Instagram voice up, fans on Instagram. This Instagram is kind of weak. Clevon. I need to, I need to share that up here in 2021, man. And get some, uh, more people figuring following me and figure out what Voice of Fans is all about. But fans, I, those of you tuning in, checking us out, we appreciate it. Once again, shout out to the guys at Hoops of Brews for helping a brother get get started on this streaming our platform. Appreciate it. But each and every week, we're gonna be here. We got segments upon segments. If you want to go back, you can listen to it on the podcast on any podcast forum. You can check out some of our past shows where we got a lot of NFL heavy topics. NBA-heavy topics. We're going to touch on some boxing, we, very little bit of Major League Baseball, um, but it's a lot of NFL, NBA for the most part. And then, you know, you guys can hear how wrong Cleveland, Cleveland is and how I hope he got his notebook out um, amongst all the, the things we've seen back there in the shrine. I hope your notebook is out and your pen is fresh because uh, he needs to be taking notes every day, fans. Negative. So once again, shout out to everybody. Let's get, uh, Cleveland. Let's get going. As we do each and every week, man, we talk about the numbers. It is March thirty-one, two thousand twenty-one. The years just rolling by. It is week one hundred and thirty-two. So Cleveland, we talk about the numbers today. It's uh oddly enough, we kind of touched on this last week, but just the way things fall, uh, things fall on the calendar. We're talking about the number thirty-one once again. Um, we both agree Dave Winfield was probably the best to ever award. But when you think of who comes to your mind first or in second in this case, uh, number 31, who's a couple guys that uh, come to your mind after the list we gave last week?
1: Well, lately, uh, Cam, it's been the reg uh, watching all this NCAA hoop and seeing all these uh, commercials of Reggie Miller. <laughs> I remember what a, a, a stone cold assassin he was. Uh, you know, burying the Knicks time and time again over there in Indiana. So uh, red has been coming to mind as of late.
0: Okay. Um, You know, one guy I thought, uh, I left Seattle and went down to Georgia, southeast coast of Georgia. And um, that was in 91, right about the time that the Atlanta Braves kind of got there. It's hard to call them a dynasty with one championship, but Greg Maddox played there for a bunch of years, buddy, and he was just kind of unhittable for a long time, for about nine years with the Braves. Uh, he was unhittable, so saw a lot of Greg Maddox and what he can do on the baseball field. So he came to my mind first when I think of the number 31. Cleveland, when you think of the number 32, you can go a lot of different ways with this number here. Uh, as I as I think about it, and I'm just, just talking out loud, there's a couple guys that left off my list. Um, but number 32... Who do you have? Who do you think of first when you think of the number 32? Or who wore the number best?
1: Cam, the person that comes to mind first is uh, the punt guard from East Lansing, Michigan, that went on to win five championships with the Los Angeles Lakers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, a cat named Irvin Magic Johnson. Sure. Uh, he comes to mind first. Perhaps he wore it best. I think the only argument with that is uh, – Perhaps Jim Brown. Some say the greatest football player of all
0: time. Yeah, those are the two that I, I, I for whatever reason, is not not on my list. Um, when I think of number thirty-two, when I think of the number thirty-two, first guy to come on my mind is John L. Williams. Now, you might know he might be a little bit be, uh, be a little bit before your time. Um, you might you might not be familiar with the fullback from. Down south and play for the Seattle Seahawks was able to catch out the backfield, run up the middle, kind of carried those Seahawks teams, man, for several for a few years. And um, you know, oddly enough, I met him one time, and and I was told my football coach told me my game was a lot like his, and I I, I took that as an insult actually, but then I had to sit back and watch him play a couple a couple seasons more, and I appreciated his game. Uh, but John L. Williams is uh, somebody kind of near and dear to my heart. I mean, man, I could have went Franco Harris, Marcus Allen, uh, downtown Freddie Brown. Um, but, yeah, Magic Man, who was not on the list. And Mr. Jim Brown, the greatest of all time, was not on my list. I wonder, and you know, this is going to sound blasphemous. But just like we give... Bill Russell crap for the and Bill Russell and Wilter still crap for the talent he was playing against. Who was Jim Brown playing against? I mean for real. We're really. if we come down to it, who who was Jim Brown playing against? I mean these he was running by these guys, man. He's running around them. He's doing stuff. He's doing stop and spinning on these cats, and nobody would. Nobody was able to touch him. They just falling by the wayside, like it was like cartoon characters. I mean, w- what kind of competition was Jim Brown playing against?
1: Cam, he was playing against top notch competition. And in addition, what type of equipment was he wearing, Cam? Did you see the face masks back in those days? Did you see the shoulder pads back in those days? A thigh pass back in those days you recall what the rules were back in those days about tackling people I mean but it was I mean, a far more violent game and he he certainly had uh some formidable opponents with which to uh you know run through so I
0: I, I, I I question I question that talent man the, the 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 equipment they were playing with I mean that's we all play – street football we all no street you football. didn't you
1: didn't you didn't play with
0: the with the 1950s we didn't play, play anything men. we yeah. do i mean I, we play with nothing <laughs> i played tackle football right there and but the you, weren't playing, you weren't playing you weren't playing professional nothing. football with nothing
1: you, you uh, were playing street ball with nothing these are grown men that were playing in that league
0: no. and, you know and, and again just like you questioned everybody's question bill bill russell everybody's questioning wilt to still 100 points in three quarters like who was he playing against that's all I'm saying. Who was he playing against? Like Jim Brown, I'm not saying, that I, you know, I'm not trying to diminish his accomplishments. You certainly
1: are trying to diminish I'm his not, accomplishments I'm not, I'm not, by saying you. that the level of competition was not formidable. Therefore, the numbers are somewhat distorted. I think that's kind of where you were going with that, right,
0: Cam? I, you have. Do you agree or disagree that that talent level was not the talent level of, say, what – no, it there were not any Sean
1: Taylors uh playing yeah. free safety uh 240 pounds, 240, four, two hundred and forty pounds, we in two four and wearing No, or that wasn't what happening. Walter Payton played at the against, same time. Against,
0: or against what Walter Payton against played against, or what Marcus Allen played against, or what Eric Dickerson played against. Come on, man. Let's just let, let's you know, let's call it what it is. That's it's true. the true voice of the family like it is
1: still accomplished.
0: Very so, much so. I'm, very, I'm really not. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just. I, I don't I'm know, just, I'm I don't just know if he was quite that.
1: the anomaly for the time that you're trying to make him out the scene. I think that he was just, uh, you know, one of the greatest of all time. And well, I will leave I mean, it this, at
0: that. This is going to come up actually later on in the show. I mean, in fact, right away. It's going to come right back up because uh, now that we know, we might as well get into it. The NFL has extended their season to now 17 games. And one of the, as kind of an NFL purist, we know Jim Brown did what he did in fourteen games, or was it twelve games? Did he do twelve or fourteen? games? fourteen. And so now players have three more, three more games to kind of get to his rushing record. They have um, uh, per season. I'm talking about. Um, oh, we all know Eric Dickerson did that in fourteen games. So now cat's got. Three more games to get to his number, and then nobody's going to forget. We're going to have to keep remembering or record, uh, uh, put an asterisk by Eric Dickerson's number. Hey, this was a 14 game season, you know, or Jim Brown did it in a 14 game career. What he what he did, he didn't play more than 14 games because again, playoffs. Uh, your playoffs numbers don't count. So, what are your, what are your thoughts on the NFL going to the 17 um, game regular season? Um, It kind of makes sense now that they added the extra team in the buy. In in one aspect, I mean, more football can't be bad. Uh, I'm a big football fan, so more football can't be bad. But just for the um, the impact on the. On the seventeen-game regular season with no buy, I think they should have an extra buy. I mean, come on, you, you, you preach for the last five years is player safety. Player safety is critical, but you add another game, you don't add another buy. They're, are they going to extend the the rosters now and have it go from fifty-three? Last year they had the fifty-three. Uh, 55-man roster, excuse me, then they had the seven seven extra players due to the COVID restrictions they have. They have to leave that. They they have to leave that and just go ahead and go with the 62 to 63-man roster. Or add a, add a few more players and just make it a 65-man roster um, if you're extending the games. I would, it, it, it was bountied around, uh, first I want to know kind of what you think about that, but then I want you to kind of think about this at the same time. It was the thought was bouncing uh, bouncing around last year. Should the players be limited to sixteen games, and the team play seventeen games? So that means there had to be some strategy there. Do what games do your offenses, your starting offensive line, not play? Um, do you have? Do you play two uh, two tackles in your center? And then switch out your guard for a particular game and then switch out your <laughs> tackles and center in the next game. Do you, which games do your starting wide receivers play and versus which what game do they sit out? So every player on the every player needs to sit out one game. So they only play sixteen games. It'd be kind of tough to monitor, but I'm sure that the league that'd be easy enough, simple enough to do. This guy's only played fifteen games. He can play, you know, um another game this season. But what's your thoughts on that? the impact of the 17 game season do you think players should be limited, limited to playing 16 games and the teams play 17 games give me your thoughts cleavon uh the
1: limiting the amount of games the players play is absolutely ridiculous because whatever a team would do would just not play any of their starters in the first game and then just play them for you know the rest of the games they, they, they want they want to do as well as they can so um, yeah, that strategy doesn't make any sense whatsoever, and that philosophy doesn't make any sense Ooh,
0: whatsoever. Have you, you told me for the last six, seven years uh, that player safety is critical? Haven't you it, absolutely,
1: it absolutely is, but what I'm so, saying so we're, is... We're, for,
0: putting in structure, from, we're putting in a no, structure that... No, that's that not what I'm
1: saying. From a, from a competitive perspective... All of the teams would do the exact same thing and they would hold all of their star players out the first game to ensure that those players could play 16 straight games. That's so what they Bill,
0: would do. So, so that Bill would Belichick, be the strategy. Bill, Bill Belichick wouldn't put, start his players in the first game while everybody else is resting their players. Start the player so he gets off to a 1-0 and start and then find that uh, lowland season when they're playing somebody like um, – who would they play the Seattle Seahawks and then put all their starters in the Seattle Seahawks to go ahead and let Seattle try to get a free W that, that week. I mean, no, he would not, he would want, he
1: would want his, he would want his best team out on the field at all times. And so if that meant missing the first game and it would be that game. I don't think that he would necessarily strategically pick a game to not play all of his starters because you never know what's going to happen as the season continues to progress. I mean, you have less, control over what's going to happen. So he would hold his players the first game.
0: Okay. All right. Um impact on the impact on the 17 game or impact on the NFL implementing the 17 game regular season. Your thoughts? You you good with that? You cool with it? So I'm like, you're cool with it.
1: Um I've never really been all that okay with it. I think it's very dangerous. Um with regards to your your previous question, yeah, the records are going to have to be uh Re reevaluated um, with 17 game seasons, um, what players are going to be able to do. I think a lot of the uh, current, uh, you know, benchmarks are going to be somewhat, um, you know, absentee. I mean, they're they're just they're certainly not going to be the exact same that they were. They're not going to have the same magnitude that they did before. Um, with players coming in, I mean, you know, the 5,000 yards is not going to be that big of a deal. The two Man, yards, hell, and hell, fall, hell, and thousand yards, it they fall, fall sooner than we think. The uh, you know, a, the thousand, yards,
0: a thousand yards, a thousand yards, thousand yards for a season is going to be like, if you're not getting a thousand yards a season, like we can't even, we can't even talk about signing you next season.
1: Yeah, that's that's no longer going to be the benchmark yeah, as far yeah. as you know. You're, you're you're very good. Uh, you know, you know, toting the rock. It's going to be more like twelve hundred yards.
0: Well, it already yeah. should be like 1,200 yards. It should probably should be more like 1,500 yards if you're really talking about it. Like well, that's that, that, that's, that's uh, a little bit different,
1: different, but as far as a serviceable running back you of know, that, you know, is establishing a sustainable running game, that, that still is probably about 1,000 yards. You know, you, you can use that as a barometer, but if you're going to 17 games, yeah. No, that's not going to – you have to throw all those, you're going to have to, uh, you know, move them up a little bit.
2: Yeah. And when, well, it, comes, yeah,
1: yeah. when it comes to Hall of Fame – you have to do the same thing. You have to reevaluate exactly what all those numbers mean.
0: I mean, so so two thousand yards. If you if you're able to do two thousand yards in back to back seasons, um, you, that that should be good in your book still, right?
1: The two thousand yards back to back season is still very oh, impressive.
0: All right, all right, all right yeah, all right. yeah. Just want to make sure. Um, if and when yes. that happens, of course. Yeah, it, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be um, it, it's gonna be weird to kind of judge that. That's something uh, us old farts are gonna have to kind of recall, could continuously recall. Because I can see in two seasons somebody rushes for twenty two hundred yards and they do it in seventeen games. These young bucks, he's gonna be the greatest ever. Like, dude, come on, man there's extra games <laughs> that that he's been afforded <laughs> and the, the lax rules, et cetera, that ha- has uh, helped him uh, achieve these numbers. Um, I'm surprised they didn't add the extra buy. That really, that, that that's really perplexing to me. Why, why there's no buy and an extra buy added in there. It's, it's, it's really
1: hard on the scheduling cam. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to cram as much in as, as, Humanly possible, and they think that they're doing all of us a favor by not playing that um, additional preseason game and just kicking it off a little bit sooner. Of course, if they are really truly worried about player safety, of course an extra buy would would be a uh, in the you know clubs of bargaining agreement and you know an ex an extended roster. I mean, you're playing an extra game. I mean, people are going to yeah, extended
0: roster. It's in the roster is gonna have to I mean that's not even within question. I mean they they uh, we're gonna have to keep an eye on that but that's not even in question. So what going into last season, excuse me, last season when they had no preseason games, that kind of accelerated this idea. Cause prior to that they were thinking going eighteen games and two preseason games. Um but I think that would that was too soon to kind of force that upon everybody. But I remember that was the talk prior to COVID. I think – so that was two seasons ago prior to COVID. The conversation was – I mean, I remember asking coaches specifically, do you need four preseason games to determine who's mm-hmm. ready to go? And the thought is, no, you don't. But the thought was maybe they go to 18-game regular season, two preseason games, and that give you a, your guys – your starters enough time to get – Kind of get some contact under their body, and then you evaluate these uh, rookies and and undrafted free agents in lifetime and some lifetime action in those you know game and a half essentially. Um, but we, the, I think that we're not too far off from that. I, I really believe we're not too far off from that, and hopefully when that when they do move to eighteen games, this is that sounds crazy, but hopefully when they do move to eighteen games, they do extend or add in that extra bye week. I mean, because if, if you're talking about player safety, how can you not – how can that not be part of consideration? I, I just don't get how it could not be. Uh, Cleveland, big moves was made this this past week. Uh, Chris Greer showing his inner Bill Belichick and moving all over the draft board. The Dolphins take their number three pick. They traded to San Francisco for the number 12 pick and a couple extra number ones, which – i mean it it looks good on the on the draft board, but with San Francisco supposedly being a, a playoff contender that number one is gonna be in the late half of the draft um then we have so they get a few number ones they move back to number twelve, and then they use one of those number ones and that twelve pick to move up to number six. they trade with the Philadelphia Eagles now uh, that was uh. I don't know if they, they had that Eagles move in the back pocket there, but that was some stratagery right there. I liked it. I liked it. And the latest um mock draft I've seen, at least they have they still have the n- number eighteen pick. So now they have the number six and the number eighteen. I told you last week it's tour time. So we, we're not looking at a quarterback. We don't need a quarterback. We don't, we don't need um, we don't need Wilson, Zach Wilson, out of um, BYU. We don't need Trey Lance. We don't need Mcdonald We don't need Justin. We don't need those guys. We got we got our guy in to attack a faloua. We're ready to go. We all in. We don't need none of these guys. Okay, so we're looking at. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you watch any of the pre-draft or what is it the uh, pro days today, um, or just in general, but. Uh, uh, six, six foot three, three and an eighth. I don't know how they get the three and an eighth in there, but 212 pound runs a four three eight forty 40 today. Mr. Out of LSU, Baton Rouge. Yeah. Jamar Chase is on his way to South beach. I think he's already doing some house shopping today. So I think, I think I saw him doing some house shopping today with my man, Mr. 305. Um, Solo D. So, what do you think about the Dolphins moving around their machinations to still put themselves in a p- position to get one of the top receivers on the draft board?
1: You know, it's very curious, Cam. I kind of feel like they have just traded uh, sure. their way out of greatness. You know, they had a chance to get the you know, the old lineman from Oregon. Uh, they've moved down to get a receiver. Uh, you know, and got, got some more picks for did, the future.
0: We drafted three old linemen last year to get
1: some more picks in the future, which is always a good thing. Don't get me wrong. However, we got
0: we got three old lineman last come on. the
1: receiver you guys are going to be going for is not the guy from LSU. Oh, it's on, the down. other guy. No. It's the Heisman Trophy winner from the University of Alabama.
0: In no, Tuscaloosa. he gonna He's going to be What gone. was his name again? Cam. He's going to be gone. He, he's going to be. Oh gone. no, he's not going to be gone. <laughs> so, you guys are Smith. Pick. I think he's going
1: to. Yeah, no, he's not going to be. I think he's going to Atlanta, and that's who you're going to pick because it's going to be a great tandem, a great, a great great, man
0: with. Here you go. We're talking
1: about Laura. They they already have chemistry. They already have familiarity with one another. That's who it is. You guys are going to pick. You guys are going to pass on Chase. He's hate on off Chase. And move on to this. What feels good? That's just what they do down there in South.
0: No, well, we do. We He's do. Be the Heisman Trophy winner. It's we not, do a lot of what. It's, it's not, not going
1: to be Chase. Perhaps the best receiver in the draft. It's going to do a
0: lot of feel good. good. You you got that part correct, but it's going to be what what is knowledgeable and what makes most sense. And that's go to go get the baddest receiver because he sat out. He sat out last season. You know he was he was concerned about Heisman Trophy
1: winner from Alabama.
0: He, he said about he said out of concern about the the COVID and how that was gonna run, how that was, gonna and his, and his was his, going to impact his college He didn't want his going to he didn't want to stop to slip a little bit. Now, two is going to be throwing at Jamar Chase. You know, the so Heisman Trophy
1: winner is going to go really well into a time down there in the three hundred five. Again, he's he's, a, he's personality a issues with Chase. Uh, 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 yeah, he's, he's, now he's now that LSU doing well. bad things. That's what I heard.
0: Well, I, I, I heard, I did hear an a AB comparison. I heard Odell
1: Beckham Jr. gave him a bunch of cash. They went out They <laughs> went violent with some strip clubs. Man, he ain't no good.
0: That, that's the influence. Character issues. That's character the influence issues. see. But we drafted it. Adverse the Heisman
1: Trophy winner.
0: Now, listen, listen, listen. He had listen, no character listen, issues. listen, listen. See, we had good luck drafting LSU wide receivers, we made a bad decision. And I don't know. I can't blame Chris Greer for this. Whoever's dumbass idea was to let Juice go to Cleveland. Whoever's dumb idea that was, you you can't let your the best receiver who's played on your team in the last twenty years. You can't just give him, not sign him. You can't just not sign him. And that's what they did. So we had good luck. We we need to make amends for letting one LSU wide receiver go get out of get out of our. Um, locker room, and we're just gonna sign the next best thing. That's what we're doing. I like what the Dolphins did again, making some maceration move from number three because we can still get that same guy back in a, a couple picks later. We're not gonna have to pay him the big bucks at number three. We pay, you know, we pay him pretty good money, but he ain't making the big bucks that number three makes. And then we get a couple of first rounders that we can play with. Um, so, and we still have the number eighteen, the number eighteen the, again. The mock draft I seen that. Has them drive, drafted some edge rusher out of Michigan? Okay, come on, go go ahead with that. We need a running back. They need a running back. If they don't get a running back in this draft, I'm heading downtown. I'm not going to Chris Chris Greer's door personally next week, or excuse me, the week after the draft. Damn, what, they what, have what the two running wrong? backs. The running back you, is not necessarily you stop a need. You stop. You stop it again. You're from the Northwest. I know and, and they have Miles to... Gaskin and Salvon
1: Ahmed. Running back is not is not a need Cat-back. position right
0: now scat back, they're number three. Both of those guys are number three. And they's, um Ahmed moved into my number two position. He he can get some split. He can split carry. They can split carries between two and three. I need a bell cow. Neither one of those are bell cow backs. Neither one of them. So that's what we're doing here. The Dolphins. What do you think about the Dolphins moving, moving around? I
1: think it's great that they got uh, additional assets to build on the future. And once they get the Heisman Trophy winner, into camp, working with Tua again, you know there could be some chemistry there. And I think, that, you know,
0: I mean, they upgraded, they
1: upgraded the the organization try, by getting you know. You ever try to get back with your ex? And,
0: you ever try to get with your ex girlfriend? You ever try to get go back to your high school sweetheart? You ever try to get with her again? And things just really wasn't the same, right? Things just really. I, I don't. I don't
1: understand the uh, the the scenario that you're trying to bring up here.
0: No, I don't understand about, the analogy. You're talking about he's gonna go get the guy who who he played with already. He won a ch- national championship already. I mean, that was four years ago. And when you go when you try to go back to the to the well, I mean It was two she, years ago. She,
2: she yeah.
0: may yeah, ago. Yeah. she she may she it may look the same, but things ain't really the same. You know what I'm saying? Things ain't really the same. So we're moving on past that and we're gonna go get the next the, the the best thing. Not the next best thing. We're going back to get the best thing. Okay. And and besides, he's going to be gone already. And we're, we're glad he had a hell of a season. We had He had a hell of a career, won the Heisman Trophy. He's not going to be available. He's going to get drafted number five. We're number six. So we're good with that. Um, who should this San Francisco? Apparently San Francisco just doesn't like Jimmy. Um, they, they think uh, they're having a little buyer's remorse because they've done all buts. Uh, it's kind of funny this last week. No, Jimmy's our guy. He he. We really believe in Jimmy. We really um, like everything he's bringing to the table, blah, blah, blah. But they did all these moving around to go get the number three pick. You think they went to get the number three pick to get Soul? Do you? Do you think that? I don't, Cam. And I think that, unfortunately, for
2: Jimmy G, <laughs>
1: there are durability issues. I think that when he's on the field and he's healthy, they are extremely happy with his productivity i think that that thing that they're worried about is yeah i don't want to you know have my starting quarterback playing eight to nine games this season it's just not enough it's not sustainable so if they want to you know go in a different direction it's it's very much justifiable um and jimmy g will have every opportunity to beat that guy out and if he's healthy he will because he's a better
0: quarterback i mean he should he should beat out a rookie I mean, whoever that rookie is, he should be off the rookie. That's no, that's first and foremost. And just if he, you know, if he I, I doubt he's going to uh, think he's he-man and kind of cut and come back inbounds and kind of rip up his knee once again. I doubt he's going to do that. But if he's uh, on a date and you know the the his porn star girlfriend throws a glass at him and hey he Cam come off. on now Kate, he splits Cam, his finger in on, half. Him.
1: You know why do you get on into his personal life about his health? <laughs> you have, the, the two
0: have no correlation whatsoever. I mean, no, you man, you, you, you didn't hear what come I, I said. You, didn't, you, you didn't let me finish. You know, it, okay, I'll put it like this: if if one of his volatile girlfriends, you know, throws a glass at him and happens to s- split his split his index finger in half, and he needs a couple stitches and he's out for some weeks, that's another way he might lose his job. You know, we, we don't know what kind of background she might be in, but you um, know, it, we know J- Jimmy likes the uh, uh, the ones everybody can see. <laughs> he likes that, like everybody has who has the lamb. That was that was them. that
1: one time. He learned his lessons. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe everybody found out about that.
0: Let me tone that down. And he moved <laughs> wait, on from it. Wait,
2: wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Time, time out. Time, time out, fans. Time out, fans. Here we go. You think Jimmy, he backtracks from that? Is that what you're telling me? You think Jimmy goes to the <laughs> goes to the pinnacle of, of what can be done and what everybody sees that can be done? You think he backtracks from that? And go get the, you know, the girl out of private school. That's what you're telling me? He
1: understood the ramifications of of being in the spotlight and being the quarterback franchise face of the organization. You know, he understood that, you know, he has a little bit more responsibility and, you know, he has to make his choices a little bit
0: wiser. Man, all that means is he's having private dinners at home. <laughs> that's okay, all it Again, is, again that Cam, that's why all why means. are
1: you all in this man's business? And what does his private life have to do with his ability on the field, Cam? No. Talk about who's I, gonna be the starting quarterback of the it, San Francisco 49ers. You you're
0: right. It, it it really doesn't. But if your bosses see that as a problem and you're in your um they don't see that he as he is healthy, he will be the starting quarterback next year. If the thing healthy. is the that's, franchise that's the has healthy. the
1: organization has decided. They're not one hundred percent sure that he will be healthy, and can and maintain his health. So that's why they're making this move.
0: Okay, okay. He um, went to the so, Super Bowl just two years ago. Okay, with the same quarterback. So, is, so, so. Let me tell you this. This is kind of. I had this conversation with um, a reporter who's been in the game for quite a years, uh, quite a few years, and we. He, I I can't go so far to say he's a quarterback guru. I'm not going to give him that credit. I'm not even going to mention his name. But I'm not going to go that far to say he's a guru. But I know he likes quarterbacks, and I like to hear him talk about specific quarterbacks, and the conversations are are, are fairly interesting. Like we had, he was a big he was a big Tua fan, and so I obviously, you know, was a wavering last season before I was all in this in this off season, I'm all in on Tua now. So you, I'm 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 all in. So, so he's He's a big tool fan. And so we had a lot of discussions around this, but what he tells me is the reason that it comes down to San Francisco wanting to move on for Jimmy G. It comes down to literally two plays, literally two plays. That's it. His health is health is without, all health issues aside, you need to be healthy to play the game. But it comes down to two plays. You can remember one of them was in the Super Bowl where he overthrew, um, shit. What was the receiver's name? Who went to India? He went to. He went to the Saints last year. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. He overthrew Emmanuel Sanders. Had had he completed that, they would have went up in the Super Bowl on on the Chiefs, right? San Francisco would have went up on the Chiefs. A play in that same drive there was a play that uh, the coach called that had the tight end Kittles open over the middle for first down. It was not in the same drive in that same game. The previous drive, there was a play that had Kittles open over the middle. The third down play, he elected to throw to Sanders because he didn't trust that that play would be open. And uh, the coach almost yanked him in that game. But, th- no, you got to stay with him. This is the guy that brought us to us. And then the next play that he overthrew, Emmanuel Sanders, was like the straw that g- broke the camel's back. Not only not only did they not complete the pass and then go take the lead late in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, but he just missed on a play uh, a series earlier that had we completed that drive, you know, Kansas City doesn't get the ball and they don't go down and score on us, ha- forcing us to have to um, – Score in the game again in the fourth quarter. So it was that um That's what I was told and that's very I find that very interesting interesting that your career can hinge on two Plays his career with the san francisco san francisco 49ers really hinges on two plays not completing those two plays He's been on the blocks for I mean Last year didn't matter because they kind of um, the whole team wasn't the whole team was in the super bowl, um Funk, but now this year, that's why they're looking to draft a quarterback because of two funky plays, man. That's that's it, it's kinda unbelievable. Kinda unbelievable. Um, I kind of unbelievable. Kind of um Do you believe really that, remember. Cam? Absolutely. Yeah. the The way it was, the way it was uh, explained to me, it and it came to I. I don't um recall the exact play, but I remember the scenario. Where if you, you don't have,
1: have to recall the exact play, but do you really think that two? Plays will determine whether a player is the starting franchise quarterback for an organization or not. Two plays.
0: I find uh-huh. it, I find it, I think there's, there might be something else. There, 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 those two plays were kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, but there's kind of something else in there where they're really not either. They're, they have doubts already or. They're not feeling the guy, either one of the two, and it came down to those. I think they're just not
1: feeling the guy, man. Don't put it on those two plays, like that's the reason. Well, that's what I'm saying. they moved up to the number three pick in the draft. I don't that think it's just, it comes out of those that two. Was, plays. That was the that, they,
0: yeah, that, that was a strong that was a strong. back, that's why they're not feeling him because he couldn't put, he couldn't complete the two plays. That's what I that's what the whole we had about a 35-minute conversation based around why he's a why the situation is what it is. So do I do I believe that? Yes, I believe yes, I believe that. If you yeah, have reliable sources in, that go with that,
1: I would it, say, wow, it comes. That's why it it's but, funded, no, but, but. To, to
0: your point, to your point, if those two plays if you're really not feeling the guy, and it comes down to those two plays, that's a bigger story, right? That becomes now the the bigger issue. But obviously, he, he couldn't be your guy. Like he can't he can't be your guy, and then these two plays really says, oh, he's not the guy no more, right? Right. Like, he, 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 there was already something there. You something you? There was something there. There's already something there. So, yes, when it comes down to now, you can't, you don't complete these two plays. And maybe they worked on this third down play for five weeks. You know, the way coaches set plays up. Because in that particular game, you remember he overthrew um, Emmanuel Sanders, right? By seven yards. If they complete that pass, there's four minutes to go in a game. The the uh, Niners go up by four points if they complete that pass, they're they take the lead late in the Super Bowl, like that's huge, right? And he, he doesn't complete the pass, but if you just move forward and maybe that the the third down play was even worse because if you convert on the third down, now we can keep get back to our running game and then we're not put in that position where we have to hit that big that big bomb. Right. It doesn't come down to that play. So maybe the third down play was even bigger than that. But th- then again, you're to your point. There has to be something else, because if he's our guy, we hey man, Come on. These these two plays sticks just stick in your head. We can't make these two plays. We can't have it come down to two plays like that again. But now, if he's not really your guy, then do now. OK, come on. Man. As soon as we can. And it just so happened. They stunk it up last year that they were able to get the number 12 pick. And then they're able to make these moves, but that um, that being aside, who would you like, objectively speaking? Who would you like to see play um, get the Niners pick? You know, I'm not a Niners fan, so I don't I, I take Justin Fields. I want to see that. I want to see that travesty take place, um, because Justin Fields, man, you know the brother in the draft. I want to root for him, but he's just not accurate. He's 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 a, he's an agile. He's an athlete playing quarterback position his accuracy was uh, we talked about it last season during the college football season his accuracy is not going to be um what you would expect from a top flight quarterback in the NFL he, he might be slightly better than Cam Newton uh, when he gets in the game and that's not saying a whole lot um Zach Williams I mean Zach Wilson excuse me I mean from what I playing with BYU, being able to put up solid numbers uh, with under, and I'm impressed because he he's has, he doesn't have, quite have the talent that a Justin Fields played with. He didn't have the talent that a Mac, uh, Mac Jones plays with, but yet he's still able to put up big numbers and he played four years. So, I mean, I, I kind of like that in myself, me personally. Uh, Lance, I don't know if uh, I'd never been high on these uh, North Dakota state quarterbacks. So, I mean, I, that's, uh, if we desperately need a quarterback i mean we got the fourth or fifth pick i mean i guess we go with them because we're, we're that desperate but i'm um, just not that uh, the guy i'd be highest on is, is zach wilson i like mac jones i like what he does mac jones shows me um just a lot of consistent football but i i, don't, I wouldn't pick him in the top 10 i mean i i don't I don't think he's top 10 worthy, but because teams are in a crunch for a quarterback, he's going to go in the top five. What's your thoughts on those guys?
1: Would have to be Wilson or fields. I, I don't think that Jones is in the conversation whatsoever.
0: Okay. Um,
1: it, it is quite curi- curious, that they made the trade before the pro day. So they kind of were already all in with regards to getting a quarterback at the number three spot. Like you're saying, um, and just the rest, the way the, way they, the draft is going to, you know, shake out. I mean, you know, what are the Jets going to do?
0: I mean, you know, it's Jets it's are apparently looking know. at Jets are apparently looking at Zach Wilson.
1: Okay, and, so I mean, is the Darnold experiment over?
0: Apparently so. But well, I'm t- we're going to talk about that a little later, man. They're trying to. They're trying to get Darnold in, to back with a USC, a former USC head coach. At any rate, like
1: like, like I was saying before,
0: for all, <laughs> I'm, I'm before got
1: all nonsensical on me. I'm what I, what I was trying to what I was trying to go with, Cameron. <laughs> what I was trying to go with forget all st- crazy and stupid on me. Is that Don't they be pretty much me, are all in with Don't either Wilson or Fields, this. and they decided that that was one of the cornerbacks that they were going to take, like you say. I think Wilson's a little bit more uh, reliable with regards to accuracy than Fields is, but Fields ran ran a four or four or three. I mean, that's,
0: well, they didn't that's do, impressive. They didn't do anything when it's third and seven at third that four four three does nothing for me.
1: Well, at third, third and third, seven, when the pocket is is collapsing uh, and you, me. it means that you're able I, to get I, out and get a first down.
0: I got linebackers in position who run a four five, and they're not a second behind you. They're they're not a step behind you. Okay. They're not chasing you. They're on par with you. Okay. Well, apparently they're, they're you've never seen
1: Lamar. Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson play. Okay. I, I, I don't
0: think Russell ran a four. runner a, a four four. I think that's Russell true. He did it.
1: That's
0: think exactly
1: so. what I'm saying. He did not. He ran so, like a four seven. Then,
0: so that's more okay. craftiness. That's more craftiness. I don't see that craftiness from Justin Fields.
1: I don't see that. Speed. I don't
0: see that from Justin Fields. I don't see that. Me personally, I don't see that but I'm not not a quarterback guru. I don't see that. That's what I'm saying. I don't see that. I I think he's average, and that's
1: that's fair, because the last, what, five quarterbacks that come out of Ohio State, none of them have panned out, right? Terrell Pryor didn't pan out. Terrell Jones didn't pan out. J.D. Berry didn't pan out. Haskins didn't pan out. This is the fifth one, right?
0: Yeah. I oh, I see your track record, and it makes perfect total sense. Yeah. So, uh, Zach Wilson again. Who did what? The Darnold experience is over. They're looking for a home for Darnold. They're looking for a home for Darnold. And for some reason, you you guys are trying to put put a wall up around uh, around Lumen Stadium, Lumen Field, and, and Renton. You don't. You don't want to hear Donald's name. You don't want to hear Sam or Donald in the state of Washington for some reason. However, you, you can't ignore. I mean, what is it? It's
2: being uh, ignored, why-
0: jam Fight on. Being, fight, on. fight on, fight on, fight on. That union runs deep, man. There's a lot of these cats, man, throwing up these fight on. I don't know what the what the peace sign means with fight on, but that's that's what goes happens down there in in L.A. Downtown L.A. in camp Cam means nothing.
1: Oh, He's okay. not coming to Seattle. Oh.
0: Okay, all right. So so you haven't given that any consideration. I broached that with you Zero. like two weeks ago. I broached that with you like two weeks ago. Yeah, I heard you. And that was it.
1: Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, no, no consideration okay. whatsoever.
0: So, so, so tell tell us now the saga as as Seattle turns. Tell us the, the saga as as the Seahawks turns. Tell us what's going on this week. I mean, you know, I, didn't hear, is, I didn't hear every, everything is so great.
1: Uh, you know, status okay. quo, uh, perhaps even a little bit better. Um, we okay. were able, to, you know, add some pass rushers last week. Oh, uh, 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 are you? Carlos Carlos Dunlap falls back into our lap again. Chris Carson falls back into our lap again. Extend Tyler Lockett for a little bit. You know, we're just, you know, putting the band back together, man, and just making another run at this.
0: What 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 what's up with KJ Wright? Well again, one of your own you drafted. Not sure. Kid. Not that sure. It's up to KJ with- Wright to <laughs> determine <laughs> what he wants to do. <laughs> it's up to KJ Wright. Not to the Hawks. KJ Wright, he's at the facility trying to check, trying to check his wipe his card to get in, and it's not working. Yeah, because he has to
1: activate his code. He has to punch his code in.
2: What's going on here? What's going on? He knows the code.
1: If he he wants to punch in a different code, then, I mean, you know.
2: What what do you guys Yeah, You got to talk
1: security. If you want to punch (laughs) in the code,
0: punch in the code. I was saying, he's swiping his card, and the card's not working. And here we go with the same old. Because uh, we're at a situation where he has. You draft Frank Clark. You draft Frank Clark, you don't sign him. You you bring in Jadavian Jadavion Clown and you don't sign him. They pro- these guys, these are guys who's produced, who's who's become household names. And the as per we talked about the history with the Niners or or the Ohio State. We just talked about their history. There's, the Seattle Seahawks have a history of not paying guys who produce. What is the story behind this? I mean, Tyler Lockett. Stand up, they paid Tyler Lockett. I mean, stand up. Hooray, T Lockett. Rocket Lockett, they paid him. I'm so proud of you guys for actually paying somebody who produced. I'm so proud of you guys. I can't. I can't. I mean, we wanted to get to that. I can't believe they did. I said, Todd Lockett got paid. I was thinking he got traded, dude. Did the Steelers sign him? Who, who did? Who did they trade him to? And it's like, oh no, he signed with the Seahawks. So wow, they they went into the they went into the vote there and actually paid one of their guys. I'm impressed. That I'm impressed by that. I'm impressed by that. Why don't you pay somebody on the offensive line? Why don't you pay somebody on the defense? Why don't you pay somebody who's actually produced for you guys and then stop trying this ring around the rosy with different guys who may fill in, who may do the job? You drafted KJ Wright what in the third round, and you dropped him in the third round. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, get a guy some money, man. Let him take care of his family. What's what's the deal,
1: Cam? Yeah. Over the last six years, they have given K.J. Wright in excess of $50 million. He is more than welcome to come back. He knows the code because of the situation as it is. The key card doesn't work because you haven't committed to putting in your code. So once once he puts in his code, it's all, it's all gravy, man. He's good to go.
0: And uh, his code that required the, the code. Here's the code for you to take. Uh, hat cut your pay in half. That's the code. That,
1: Cam. Cam, you don't know those numbers. We don't know those numbers. We
0: don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's a the reason they're not disclosing them. There's a reason they're, they're the reason they're not disclosing these numbers
1: because it's it's, Cause, cause in it's negotiations.
0: Shameful. Because it's in negotiations, You cannot reveal everything to everyone all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, it's shameful. That's what that would be my speculation. Because I would it, love to see KJ
1: Wright back here for another season, and who wouldn't?
0: Another K.J. season. KJ Wright has been a oh, warrior for years. We can, we years can bring and you years in years for one years. more year. We can bring you in for one more year, KJ. That's all we got. Why? Why not let them get the kids some security? He's pre, He's been. He's came in under your camp. He worked. He got came in on a three. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see what KJ was brought in. Let me see what KJ's history was, because if I'm not mistaken, I think KJ was like a third or fourth round draft pick, and so he came in under your draft camp, and then performed well enough to get another contract. Right? He pre- he performed well enough to get another contract from you guys. Beautiful. And now, and now that he, he he's saying, okay, you know, I played under these KJ right here. Oh, he, he hits uh ominous 31 years old. That's why they're trying to dick around with them. That's why they that's why they're trying to dick around with them. Hmm. Interesting. So there's been one year out of his one year out of nine years that out of his nine years that he played less than 13 games. One year. So that sounds like he's been pretty consistent.
1: Right. Quite durable.
0: He has been pretty yeah. consistent only one year. And now he hits that 31 year mark. And then now they're trying to we can give you one year, KJ. Never <laughs> we can and give Ken, you one, again uh, make I no mistake you, about it. Make no mistake money. about it. I hope you say here your in money. the two
1: oh six, we would love to have him back. We understand his value. We understand his leadership. We understand his production on the field. We would Absolutely. love to I have him back it. here.
0: Actually, KJ was a number one draft pick. A number one draft pick. So you're asking a number one draft pick, the number 25 overall, to say we got one more year for you. Where's the security? The kid's 30 years old. Well, Cam,
1: unfortunately, this is the NFL, and there's not a lot of security. Wow.
0: Wow. So somebody who who's been durable out of nine years, every season he every season there's been one year he played five games three years ago in the third year in the career he played 13 games. Other than yes. that, he plays other than Before, that, he played a, unfortunately, that, yes. That is how other the than NFL that, works. he played sixteen games a year for you guys. Unfortunately, and you say, yes. And you say we got NFL one works. year. We got one year for you, KJ. Oh man, yeah. you guys is cold you guys is cold up there, boy. I tell you what, man. You I, I guys, don't think this is guys, I don't think this is any different than
1: any other organization, you, you guys know, guys functions is cold, cold so. as the
0: weather up there. But but you pay you pay Tyler you pay Tyler to kind of squeak sneak that under the radar there you pay Tyler so everybody ignores how the mistreatment of their players up there that, and that's, KJ that's,
1: that's, let, let let me just say to, from all the fans of the two hundred six and 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 Seattle organization as well KJ. we would love to don't have buy, you
0: back here. don't buy it KJ
1: don't, the door is don't, always don't, open KJ the door is always open
0: oh my goodness you guys ought to be ashamed of yourself shameful that's what you guys ought to be shameful so. You don't want to hear with Sam or Darnold in the state of Washington. I mean, who's, who's going to be your quarterback next year?
1: Russell Wilson will be the quarterback
0: next year. So I haven't heard any Sierra John Snyder meetings. I hear no, you haven't. I didn't hear anything about that. There's, no, there's nothing to meet about. Oh, so Sierra's not even allowed in the building now.
1: They had their talk, they made is their there, arrangement, is everything is telling? good to go from
0: here on out. Mm. Mm, All right. I I mean, you know, when you know, know when there's no dialogue and things go silent, you know how, you know, silence is deafening in a lot of situations.
1: They had an arrangement. Hey, if you need to get someplace, go online, uh, schedule an appointment for the jet, for the G4 and, you know, do your thing. You have six of those, use them wisely.
0: Oh, oh, so, oh! There's limited access on the G four. Limited okay. for now, yeah. L- limited access on the G four. Right. Okay, so that's why she's not calling back. She's like, I got six dates already, ready to go. You guys, I need, I need a little bit more to access than that. Okay. Mm, interesting. Well. Okay, all right. So, what do you think about Sammy Watkins signing with the Baltimore Ravens?
1: I don't think anything of that, Cam.
0: Nothing of that. Nothing at all. Super Bowl wide receiver signing with the There will be uh, no production from Sammy
1: Watkins from the minute he touched down in Buffalo, he's been nothing but a bust, and he is still a bust. Nothing
0: but a bust. He, sucks. he, said. he nothing but a bust. He said. You know what? You know what I can do right here? You Can, can you see this? Yeah, let me show you something right there. Let me show you something right there. Let me show you something. Since the moment he touched down in Buffalo, huh?
1: Since the moment he touched down in Buffalo,
0: I don't know. Can you read that right there? Can you read that?
1: Can you read Zero.
0: That? Can you can't. You can't read
1: that. Can see nothing.
0: No. It says Sammy Watkins actually, and okay. I'm gonna t- I'm texting him right now <laughs> that my guy called him a bust, dude. Super Bowl winning champion, Super Bowl winning wide receiver. You realize that, right? Do you, I mean, you, you're going to know the Super Bowl?
1: That I mean, Larry Brown was the Super Bowl MVP and then went on to parlay that to a, you know, $60 million contract. What does that mean? He won a Super Bowl. What does that mean? Harrison Bucker uh, won a Super Bowl.
0: Quality wide receiver is what it means. You called him a, so, a bust. So, so, so let's see, <laughs> let's, let's see how many catches will Sammy Walker get next year? There's a number. Baltimore? You, know, you you know there's a number. You know there's a number I, I want you to say right. You know there's one number I want you to say Do you go higher or lower? And the way it sounds, you're going under somewhere around here. Let, let let's hear it. What what's that number? What's that number?
2: Fifty. Fifty. Fifty.
0: Fifty. Fifty. You will catch fifty be, passes. Fans, we got I got him on tape, fans. He won't catch. I got him on tape, fans. We again this, this is one me. thing. That, this is one thing that's gonna have to go down on my um I'm a, my my sti- my sticky notes right here. fifty passes. I'm putting it down right now. Sammy 50 Watkins.
1: for Sammy Watkins. Write that down. It will be less than that.
0: Less than fifty, 50. for Sammy. We gonna come back around. We gonna circle back on that one. We gonna circle back on that. It, it's on. It's on my sticky notes, fans. I got the sticky notes going. All right, we ain't to the clicker yet, but I got the sticky notes. The sticky notes going. And again, Cleveland. He needs a lot of education, folks. He needs a lot of education, folks. And how do you feel about that camp more than fifty?
2: Oh, I'm of course. Wow. Of course, I'm on the other side of that. The crickets, man. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Are we in the woods? It went. It went definitely silent over there. Of course, I'm on the other side. that. Is <laughs> this Jason Bourne? Of course, I'm on Crystal
0: Lake. sure silent. Of course, I'm on the other side of that. Is this, is this <laughs> <laughs> Him him and I, I
2: oh, Okay, need, okay they need, they well, need a man, walk- Fans, fans, you heard it. He's written it down. Stevie yeah, go.
1: he, got the, he got the over. I got the under.
0: We're gonna see how it breaks down. We're gonna see how it breaks down. If he wants to get down, all Cam has to do is say word. Like that. And I'm right there. Oh, by the way, well, by the way, fans, we we got a date. It's going down. June of this year. Cam is going to be back in the 206. Oh. June of 2021. Word life. We so we're gonna to have to do the show. We're gonna to have to do the show live from Daniels. We're gonna to have to do the show live from Daniels the middle of June. So we can get one one thing taken care of.
1: With your with your can of uh spaghetti man.
0: We are gonna have to do the show live from Daniels.
1: Oh wow. That is going to be a sight, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Um D Jackson to the Rams. What do you think about that move? Oh back I think, up. Back I up. think that I'm so sorry. What'd you say? Back up back up back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Jordan Reed signed with the Chiefs. Jordan Reed wasn't getting, Jordan wasn't giving them love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we just talked kind of detailed and chronicled how Seattle does with their players. A defensive tackle who actually makes has, a, has had an impact on their team. And I think he had a couple of off-the-field off incidents that give Seattle a kind of an umbrella. They can say, we don't we don't want this bad actor in, on our team. It get, kind of gives them a, a shield, if you will. But another guy who's pr- produced gets shown a door. Thoughts of Jordan Reed going to the Kansas City Chiefs?
1: Yeah, he sucked last year. Good readings. We weren't going to pay him what he thought he was worth, so keep it pushing.
0: The kid's been in the league for 10 years, and he, he man, has one he's one of those Alabama
1: dudes. You know how I feel about them oh, Alabama my dudes. Goodness, Sometimes they, you know,
0: they, have a, they have a
1: short shelf life. Oh, my goodness. And he gracious. used all of his up.
0: He, he, he used them all up. Okay. All right. D. Jackson to the Rams. What, what's your thoughts?
1: I think that his hamstring already hurts and that he will be out game week two uh, for nine weeks. Come back week 11 or 12 and play a quarter and a half and miss the rest of
0: the season. So you got him playing three games this year. Three games this season, yes. Wow. I'd be surprised if he's limited to three games. I really would.
2: Why? Why would. would you be surprised?
0: Okay, he's a specialist. We understand. He, we understand he's a specialist. We understand he's not an every down wide receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's coming in for one reason only—to take up the top off the defense. That's why. That's why. That's head. why
1: he comes into every uh, situation that he comes into. But, but he doesn't say healthy enough them. to do it.
0: Everybody doesn't have Sean. So I went to
1: Washington. So I went to Tampa everybody, Bay. So I went to Philadelphia. So I Philadelphia that's that's initially that's drafted that's him. In. That's Women. why he's in uh, Los Angeles, but mm-hmm. he doesn't say healthy enough to do that.
0: What's the best you've seen him play recently? What's the best you've seen him play? I mean, he, we know he was a killer for a year for the Eagles. The best right?
1: that I've seen him play recently was when Fitzpatrick was throwing the ball to him, and they loved each other. That was great.
0: No, no. The best he played recently was at Washington like three years ago, right? And you know who the head coach was? You know who the head coach was when he played?
1: Came. Who, who was the head coach? Oh, not
0: not the head coach, but the offensive coordinator. Excuse me. It was Sean McVay. It was Sean McVay. So they're reuniting. Okay. McVay so, knows. Uh, apparently he has the, the, the salve that's going to help the hamstring. And, you know, put a little of this on it, put a little that on it. He's back in the sunlight. He's back in the sun, sunshine, home state. His home state. He just—I just saw a picture with it. Him and mommy right there at the center of Safe, Safe, uh, SoFi Stadium. He's coming down here to put on a show. He's coming to his hometown to put on a show. And I'd be surprised if they only get three games out of them. I'd be, su- I'd be surprised. You don't want to hear. You don't have to hear. You don't have to. Be over under at eight games, Cam and Oh, I that, that's that's a big way from three. That's a big way from three.
2: So How many over. do you think he's going to play?
1: I was I being facetious with the three. I mean, obviously, he's a professional, and he's coming into camp. Hopefully, he's got like, – 17 games. 17 like you games, said, he's mm-hmm. back in his home state. And like you said, the weather's really good out there. I'm putting it at eight games, over, under.
0: Oh, he plays Over. Over? Over. Over, Over eight games? Over. Is this a sticky note? That's a sticky note. Did this go to the stickies? Okay. It goes to the stickies.
1: Do I need my own sticky? Because I know how you'd be pencil whipping
2: me, Cam. I'm putting it right now. Over under. Eight games. Yeah. For D Jackson.
0: Over, <laughs> that's what I got. You got over.
2: Got okay, over.
0: cool. I got the under. I got, I got the under on that. Over. Okay. Interesting. Okay, it's on the sticky, baby. It's on. It's, 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 this is is is. The This is what I'm talking about. The education that Cleveland needs right here. And now, now that we live, now that we live, you now that we're live. Now that we live, he can't. He can't go. So, he can't hustle. It's, so, it's so beautiful, fans. You
1: get just. You get to see how this whole thing unfolds, and then the backtrack is even
2: funnier. Just saying,
0: Cleavon, you're bananas, bro. You are bananas, bro. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Um... So let me let let's move on here. Let's move on here. Cleveland, i don't know why I can't put it on you. I'm trying to put it on you. Let the fans see this. It's it's all on you now. This is the this guy needs the education, fans. Um, here we go, DJ. We do, best available free agent. Best available free agent. You wouldn't believe. You're going, you you go your guy Cordell Patterson out there. You why don't you guys sign Cordell?
1: We just we already re signed uh
0: Mr. Lockett and we're happy with that. Okay, what about uh Eric Fisher? Why don't you sign Fisher?
1: We've talked to his representatives and uh you know we're working on some things you know behind the okay. scenes you just don't know about.
0: Okay, interesting. <laughs> Any interest in another Super Bowl champion, Justin Houston? Since you don't want to sign KJ, would you sign Justin Houston?
1: You know. Our first option, our first priority is to you know bring KJ back. We'd love to have oh my him. goodness,
0: you He's KJ part for of one year? family
1: for many years. We love, respect, and care for the guy. Justin Houston would be a a fallback. Okay, if we if we if we if we can't come to to a, you know agreement in the terms with KJ,
0: Mitchell Schwartz. Have you talked to his representatives too? No, we haven't. I mean, so you let <clears throat> you let Shaquem go. You, the Griffins, the Griffin the family affair is over. You guys, yes. you guys just, just cut the that's, just that's cut the over. ties. Right. You that's guys just over. cut the yes. ties. I mean, cut it right yes. at the wrist. Just be done yes. with it. Yes. I mean, did, did he? Did he get? It, did he get to take his jersey with them? He most certainly did. Did he, and did all he of get all the plaques and all of the get, awards? Did he get a hat? Uh, uh, of, of course. Play play uh, the league awards. Did he get to take pictures the at ball? the
1: ESPYS with everybody? Oh man, he get take it's. You know, his Pro Bowl jersey, all that. He's take all that with him.
0: Oh, dude, we don't even – just act like you were never here. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> remove all, remove all, all all, memory of uh, the Griffin brothers being in town. Is
1: that, No, it was about? a great story. It was a heartfelt, feel-good story. They did a lot of good for a lot of people. Um, $14 million a year for that caliber of cornerback. So sorry, it's just not in the budget. It's not even, it's it's nowhere near realistic. Um, we'll see how uh, Urban Meyer handles him down there.
0: Okay, so are you going to go call, call, since you like to, um, are you going to call your old girly and Richard Sherman? He's available. I mean, you know, can can Richard get Richard and, and squash his beef with Russell and come on back to the squad?
1: Went to Salty's, you know, had a, had a quick brunch, you know, we're chatting.
0: Oh, oh, oh there's some conversation going on there. Chatting.
1: Okay. Okay. We're chatting. All right. Okay. All right. Interesting. Is All some hurt feelings. I mean, it's not it's not going to be right away. You know. Okay. There's a lot All of things right. to work through. So.
0: Okay. Interesting. All right. So there there might be something there. That we'll see. We'll see when when you guys offer him uh, a four million dollar contract for two seasons. We'll see how he takes that. Or the vet minimum. We'll I i, I don't.
1: I don't know how the negotiations have gone monetarily we'll, wise. We'll see. We'll see yes, there go. has been there has been some conversation. If that mm-hmm. was your question.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, fans. Man, that's a that's our NFL topics today. move on to the NBA topics um oh, and see what the what Mr. Sticky Notes wants to talk about in regards to the NBA because I know I got some discussions. Oh well wow. uh, can't wait. I'd like to know first of all we had the tread deadline. you know we, we touched on the last week the tread deadline so a week later what's the most impact well first of all let me back up we have the topic during the football season Good win, bad loss. We have that topic. Every week we kind of run through some of the good wins and bad losses. Last night, and I'll, I'll jump right into this. Last night was a terrible loss for the Los Angeles Clippers to the Orlando Magic. Did you happen to see that?
1: I did not see it. I did hear about it after the Orlando Magic absolutely gutted their franchise and traded every player that's ever scored uh, in double digits
2: (laughs) uh,
1: for them in the last 97 games away. So how they could possibly beat the Clippers was a little bit of a mystery. I didn't dig too deep into it because I know that's your thing, Cam. I know that's your your lane. I don't want to get in your lane, but, yeah, a little astonishing
0: yeah well, it was a bad loss. I mean, you know, considering that uh, they were six and oh they were last six games they had won their last six games blow, blowing out the milwaukee bucks who was about to smack who who's smacking around the the Los Angeles Lakers as we speak um blew them out a couple nights ago the seventy sixers although they were out and beat without and beat smacked them around a couple nights uh, a couple nights ago so they they've had some uh, critical wins and I think it was a a matter of um Overlooking the magic and they then they were down. Paul George didn't play. Marcus Morris didn't play our new free agent pickup or new uh, acquisition um, trade acquisition. Ray John Rondo didn't play. Um, Mm -hmm. Who else? Serge Ibaka, Serge Ibaka didn't play. Serge. No, Serge. No, no, Serge. Um, You know, Serge is Serge likes to get in at his at, at his place in the pool. So it's like to do his thing in the pool with the hookah. So I don't, I don't know the hookah obviously hasn't been treating him well. What, what yeah. about
1: uh, what about uh
0: Batum? your Batum had his season high 11 rebounds. He, he he had his 11 high in, in uh uh rebounds last night. He had 10 rebounds. That was a that was a season high. Um Great. I mean they they're, they're counting on guys like uh Luke Kennard um who did you know Luke Kennard had a net, uh, probably had a, a, his season or it was his season best a couple nights ago. But Zubach,
1: Zubac, was he there?
0: Oh, Zubach, another double double. Uh, I think Zubach is 10 and 10. Uh, 10 and 10. 10, 10. 10, 10, and,
2: well, and 10. No, okay. excuse me, he had a,
0: it was a double double. I think it was more like 13 and 14, but it was a double double. Um, they had Terrence Man. Terrence Man kind of stuck it up. It wasn't the performance that Terrence Mann has been having over the last six weeks, but mm. it, it was a tough loss. No, no if ands and buts about it. But in consideration, I think it was a tr- uh, kind of a trap game because they got the Nuggets coming up tomorrow. Now, if they lose it to the Nuggets, that raise you know now you're um, now you lost back to back games. They've only done that three times a season in forty what is it forty plus games. They've lost back to back games three times. So if they do that again, that draws a bigger red flag. But I expect uh, Paul George to play tomorrow. Um, I expect them to have at least Marcus Morris back if we don't see Patrick Beverly and Surge. So I, I expect more of a complete roster that they're playing with tomorrow. So we got to see what's up with that. But I didn't want to go, go on in this NBA conversation and not bring up their atrocious loss to the Magic, which it was. It was atrocious. I didn't know if anything about that. It was atrocious loss.
2: Gotcha. Um,
0: but, I, but I wanted to bring that up and kind of explain. Well, that was somewhat understandable because they weren't, they're not full, it wasn't a full roster there, not full strength, it, it not, was, full strength. Was not Not a full strength. And then they had some kind of good wins over the last few weeks to kind of let you know that they are serious about what's going on. Um, but a week later, though, tell me which were the most impactful trades that you've seen.
1: I don't know if it's a trade so much, Cam, as the uh. The acquisition of Andre Drummond to the Los Angeles Lakers—that's been the most impactful.
0: Um, I I like that move. I like Drummond better for the Miami Heat. Um, I may have mentioned that last week, but uh, he feel he feels a void. He feels a void for the Lakers. Uh, He rebounds. He's obviously a big, bigger guy than uh than Harold. Um down low so that he can play with Harold. So I think that's a, a good move in that respect. <laughs> um we know how for your boy A D is. So as long as there's somebody so as long as there's somebody to kind of do his dirty work, you know, he might actually he has to like that move the best because now Freeze him but, up to do yeah, other things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's interesting. Um, so I, I, it was it was a good move. I would have liked him to see. I would like to see him better in in Miami though, um, mm-hmm. because Bam Bio is at least he plays and he's suffering from the same thing that. Um, well, I guess it's not not the same thing. They're asking him to, you know, serve drinks, uh, de- deliver hot dogs, pass out popcorn, uh, get the rebounds, bring the ball up court. You know, wipe the sweat off the court during timeouts. Um, you know, also uh, bring the towels in when they have the timeout, get the towels to the guys. They're just asking Bam out of bio to do everything in the arena and score game.
2: 25. And it, 25.
0: It, it, yeah, if you can score 25 while you're at right. it and get while bringing it down 10 rebounds and getting well, four or five blocks for us, why don't you do that too? To Bam, like Three he steals. needs help, he, 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 he needs help. So, the same thing. Miami would be expecting the same thing that Drummond's going to bring to LA. The, Miami would be expecting that same uh, the same thing, but you know, I can't imagine want to be in LA. LA, Miami, uh, no humidity out here, so I can understand that. Um, Aldridge going to the Nets now. Everybody want to say, KD, do you, how many help does KD need? How many? How much help does the Nets need? Uh, all they got—they just signed Blake Griffin. They just signed uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. There were previous All Stars. They were previous All Star five years ago. They're not All Star caliber players today. They're not. We're not. Lamarcus is going to be lucky to get twenty minutes a game. Um, behind DJ, I, I don't know. I. It was a move. That was a move that should it only it only moved the needle because it's New Jersey. What do you th- what are your thoughts about that? I I don't know that that's a significant pickup for them. What, what's your thoughts? Brooklyn added a lot of depth. They added a
1: lot of uh, experience. I don't know. They added a lot of talent at this point in either Blake Griffin or Lamarcus Aldridge's career.
0: Agree. Agree.
1: They bring leadership, but with that also brings more expectation. And you know how the Brooklyn Nets kind of respond to expectation. So now there's absolutely zero excuse for them not getting to the NBA finals, adding those two players, which just puts more pressure upon them, and you know how they respond to pressure.
0: Not well. we, we, I mean, so. we punched that we punched that stamp. I think
1: unfortunately. Because they added those two players, it's actually going to have uh, an adverse effect on their performance. Really, but that much more pressure upon them to do things that they're not sure that they're capable of doing, and it's just going to explode on them. It's unfortunate to kind yeah. of watch the to kind of watch the snowball kind of take effect, um, kind of watch the intersection where the train wreck is going to happen. You're seeing it all kind of come together,
0: unfortunately. And, and how how is this going to take place? I mean, how, how, do you, how, how do you feel this is going to take place?
1: Because the level of expectation at this point is to get to the NBA finals. And a lot of people on the East Coast think, and Vegas, for example, they are actually the favorites to win the NBA championship. So that's just too much pressure for those guys. For guys like James Harden and Kyrie Irving so, and Kevin Durant and, you know, uh, DeAndre Jordan would have to hit free throws. So would so would Blake Griffin and, you know, Marcus Aldridge would have to be, you know, somewhat present after game two of the first round. So, you know, those kind of things, they all kind of snowball upon themselves and we're going to see what's going to happen. And Miami is just getting better. So, again, I as my, I've said before, I as, I, you, as I've said before. How did,
0: Miami, how did Miami get better? They added Victor
1: Oladipo. You probably forgot that part. I'm so sorry. But at, at any rate, Miami is, is, the is the it? team that is going to give Brooklyn the most problems. Second most is Philadelphia.
0: But what they is, won't be what, until what much is later Oladipo if they get past Miami. Miami. Excuse what, me? Is, what is Victor Oladipo going to do in Miami?
1: He's going to score points. He's going to take a little bit of pressure off of Jimmy Belly so he doesn't have to go for 25 games. That was the whole point of getting him.
0: Victor Oladipo will not average twenty. He will not average. He might not average twenty points in the rest of the season. Doesn't the have game. to. That was, That was. That's not what I said. I said you he said will take some a, of the pressure a, he off of Jimmy. Said twenty-five Butler. points a game. You just said twenty-five points a game. He's going to take the, pressure off of. He's not no Jimmy pressure. Butler scoring. Nobody's worried about Victor Oladipo, bro. Okay. Well, he worried. will be in the playoffs when the playoffs start. Nobody worried about Victor Oladipo.
1: And if it's the Brooklyn Nets, wow. They're going to have some problems.
0: How How do you feel? What, what has he shown you that he's going to take pressure off of um, – Jay Butler. What else Victor showed? You? Consistent
1: jumper, great ball, handling skills, great defense. He he's going to buy into the defensive mantra that Miami brings. This it's is JB. It's Bam. It's gonna be Vic. You know, everybody's real grimy over there.
0: And you saw this where'd you see this great deep being played at? Where'd you see that being played?
1: It's coming I saw it last year. It's starting to come hmm. back around this year.
0: You saw it last year in for who? Because wasn't he on the bench?
1: He's going to buy into the Miami Heat's defensive
0: presence. So you're, so you're, you're, you're more, you're sold on more of what Pat Riley and Eric Spoelstra can do with the uh, this particular player and this type of player than what he's actually done. Is that that is that what I'm understanding for me?
1: Yes, he's shown flashes of exactly what it is that I'm talking about, sometimes more than others. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, he, he is. Okay, in point you're buying, to, you're buying to Pat
0: Riley. You're buying to Pat Riley and Eric Spolster more than this particular player. So if this player doesn't fall in line, then it, is that a bad look on Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra?
1: No, not really. They had nothing to lose. They were trying to upgrade okay. defensively okay. and give a little bit more scoring okay. so that, okay. you know, JB doesn't have to do it all, all the time.
0: Okay. And they got that. I mean, well, they miss a boat. They miss a boat because they still have Bam, like I said, delivering hot dogs, uh, wiping the floors, or wiping the sweat off the floor during timeouts, you know, passing off the towel. They're, that's who they need to the help for. It's not for Jimmy Butler. They they, they had Tyler Hero and um, the other boy, Duncan Robinson, to, to help. He needs to get those guys in line. But Bam is down there by himself solo. It's like – if they he
1: that's who needs help. You know, you know what you just did with your comments, Cam? Huh? You know what you just did with your comments? What's that? You opened up your bank account, man. Cause now when you're here in June, you have to go to Daniels two times, man. Yeah. Cause now when Brooklyn faces Miami in what? the first round, if that happens, oh man. What? Yeah. Brooklyn you, is not going to get to the NBA Finals.
0: You have Do you have Miami Heat beating Brooklyn? Uh, Listen, let, do, do you have Miami Heat knocking Brooklyn Nets out of the playoffs? Is that what I'm hearing from you?
1: It's not a matchup at present, but if that manifests itself and that ends up being a matchup, yes, I would have the
0: Miami Heat on that side. See, too much step speculation for me to go to the sticky notes on this one. Too much speculation. Oh, the too. sticky
1: notes. Let me let me read it for you. The Brooklyn Nets will make the NBA finals. Yeah,
0: yeah, Lebron I mean,
1: has the field.
0: <laughs> oh that's a, okay take the field you can take them you can take the cavaliers you can take the new york knicks you can take uh the atlanta hawks yes I yes mean, <laughs> who
1: the was philadelphia 76ers, 76ers. Uh, the uh
0: yeah yeah you got the, the, the milwaukee
1: bucks yeah yeah you i have all you. of them take them have all, all them. <laughs> take them yeah, all you have Brooklyn.
0: We, we, yeah we got brooklyn's in the house <laughs> come on that ain't even a question bro stop it
1: i know um, that's, why I, that's, that's why I'm saying when that matchup happens, if they avoid Miami, I mean, you know, I give them a 70% chance of getting there. If they had to play in Miami, they're not getting there. So And Joel getting plenty of rest is not good news for them either.
0: I mean, bro, the healthy Joel. In rhythm, Joel, it. it I, I can't even have this conversation with you. Um, so clearly my next question was, did your final prediction change um, with considering the, the buyouts acquisitions, the, the um, impactful trades and you have, let me see, who did you have? Cause that, that's, that's not on a sticky note. That's on our script every week. Actually you got in you got, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Boston Celtics. Do you care to amend that yet? Do you, let me know when you want to amend that one cuz
1: Yes, it will be the Los Angeles Lakers and the Philadelphia 76ers.
0: Oh, so March 31 you want to amend your your pick already. Okay. Okay, I'll amend that. I'll amend that right now. I just put in parentheses Sixers. And then I will put a little 331 let the fans know when you actually make this change here because my final four is yeah I didn't even have the Sixers in the final four I got nexus bucks in, in the final four so yeah <clears throat> you, you were wrong on two accounts there and against the Lakers and the Clippers I don't even as it stands right now I don't even know the Lakers is going to make make it there to the uh, final four of the NBA you know, as quiet as the kept, but that's a conversation when when they're all healthy and trying to figure out how the next time Ad's out for ten games, we'll try. We'll have that discussion then. Um So, thank you for updating your your final prediction. Russell, did you see Russell's dunk? I showed you the dunk. I sent you the clip of it. Did you see Russell? For very athletic,
1: very vicious. He was letting out a lot of anger Ooh. and frustration.
0: Ooh. And then Stephen A. has the nerve to come on TV and say he's ashamed Russell hasn't uh, worked on his deep game. Did you hear Russell's retort? No. Russell wasn't happy. Fans, you can go on the Voice of the Fans YouTube page and see what Russell had to say. He wasn't happy with it. Um, he, he went so far as to say that guys like Stephen A. are taking money out of players' pockets by with their slander um, that he comes with. And I, that, I found that it was a little, uh, it got a little, uh, maybe it was a little sensitive in that one. Um, a little bit because he's certainly not taking money out of his pocket at 40 mm-hmm. mil. So <laughs> yeah. he wasn't referring to him. So, no, he wasn't. Um, but may I say something about, uh, dare I say anything about the Washington Wizards at whatever record they are? What's it? I mean, Thirteen and thirteen and twenty nine, or I mean, what's their record?
1: I think they're seventeen and twenty eight, something like that.
0: Oh wait, wait, oh, oh, did Drummond limp off the court? Did I just see highlights of Drummond limping off the court? No, you did not. Uh, Why is Marcus all in the game? Why did Marcus all get in the game? Why was Marcus all playing if I didn't see Drummond limp off the court? Four points, one rebound. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Gracious, is that that's what we're doing in in Staples Center? Were you, were you projecting some type of injury here, Cam? What are you what are you speaking no, about? I'm just I just saw the highlights and I saw Dr- this free agent acquisition, Andre Drummond, limp off the court into the locker room and Marcus – I, I haven't
1: seen any of that. That's not speculating going any, any further I mean, all There's
0: no speculation. I'm telling you what I just, saw, I just saw. He finished the game with four rebounds and uh, uh, four minutes to one rebound. <laughs> That's what I saw. There's no speculation there. Like I like, like I said, we'll wait to give the Lakers a couple of weeks to kind of rub, lick their wounds too
2: and
0: see long. if they can get healthy.
2: Hey, hey,
0: again, you, you can't get mad at me for bringing up not, facts of what's going on. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, mad at you, know, you at all.
2: Okay. All
0: right. That's the topic we're
2: getting,
0: talking about. Getting into your feelings there. Um, yeah, dare I say anything about the Washington Wizards? I, I want to say something specifically about Rory um, Rui Hachimura. Have you seen Rory? paid any attention to his season? I know the Wizards I, I have.
1: I have a second year, he's in his second from from Zag. He's
0: playing well. I, I'm expecting big things from Rory. He, he he hasn't got off. He hasn't got quite off to the career that I have anticipated. I don't think the Wizards
1: is a good environment for him. To be perfectly honest with you, I think if he was somewhere else, I think he was with, for example, San Antonio, Pavlic's well, tutelage. I
0: mean, on, I, I, I mean you went, you sent him to the best uh, coaches. Or even, the or even Utah,
1: Quinn Snyder's tutelage, You know, just a little bit different than just. Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook just jacking every time down the court. I mean, that's just not good for his position. It's not good for his maturation process. And nobody holds him accountable anything because they just want him to just contribute where he can around that chaos. It's not basketball, man. It's just a you run up and down and just you're more athletic than the person in front of you and just shoot all the time. And that's not good for what it is that he does. If he was on a really good team. We don't want to say the Bucks, Celtics. Even I mean, he's a totally different player. The wow. potential is there. It's just not. He will never. He'll never show it enough in Washington for people to notice. Wow, there's not enough opportunity.
0: Did you? Um, did you just call Russell, Russell Westbrook, and Bradley Beal AAU players? <laughs> Is that what the you said? The style of basketball
1: <laughs> with which they play, yes, is very AAU Wow. Style.
0: Okay, so in and, and, and you agree with Stephen A, then you agree. sound like you agree with what Stephen A's um issue with Russell Westbrook was. Is that he, his game really hasn't developed into an all-around basketball game?
1: It is extremely all-around, it's just extremely limited because he has to have the ball all the time to do that. And he doesn't make other players better. The only way he makes them better is because defenses collapse on him because they know that he's going to have the ball all the time. So every once in a while, if he's, you know, feeling so generous, he gives other players an opportunity to score.
0: Wow. Okay. Interesting. 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 Um, Okay. Um, Did you KD versus Rappaport? I mean, the elite DMs that Rappaport leaked. Did you hear about that? I mean, I, I didn't research it a lot. I can't go into. I don't. It I don't get into KD
1: and his uh... rabbit ears. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say something completely different, but yes, I mean, that, that's, that, that, that's a that's a better way to say that. Yes, <laughs> I don't get into Kevin Durant and his uber sensitivity to certain things.
0: I mean. Okay, like I said, I, I, I don't know exactly what the co- context of the, the comments were, but I just know there was some uh, Kevin Durant back to his uh, typical self there. So we'll leave that alone because I just can't go into it. Um, fans, that's our NBA topic for this week. Again, I want you guys to chime in when you see this. Chime in, let us know what you think, man. Cleveland is wrong. We're talking about the, the Miami Heat and Victor Depot. Wait Why? to that. Wait till we, that unfolds, fans. We Ooh, need man. some. We need some feedback it on is. that one. We need some feedback on that one. Talking about Ruri Hachimura, if obviously if he's with a much, he went to the top brass of coaches and sent him to Pop and you know Quinn Snyder and then he even said Brad Stevens, he he do flourish up there. So it is – is a coach, and then, so you that's an indictment on Scotty Brooks. I can't defend Scotty Brooks at all, I won't defend Scotty Brooks, but that's an indictment on Scotty Brooks and his ability to coach up Russell, right? No,
1: this is the second time around with, with Russ, so you know he knows his strengths and weaknesses. So,
0: I mean, yet it's still an indictment, he hasn't corrected it.
1: No, that that's how the NBA is. I mean, it, you know, it's all about athleticism and. You know, uh three for two. So
0: mm. okay. Um, so let's get thank you thank you guys for tuning in. We're gonna get into our next segment. It feels weird not being able to uh take a break and then produce the segment and put on put in our little commercials. This it, just, it just feels weird that we have doing it on this different platform. But again, second week I feel like feel like a, a much more comfortable w- w- with this format, Cleveland. How you feel?
1: Feeling a lot better, uh, you know. Last week was a lot of fun, you know. Our first time out, and you know, kind of, you know, getting our uh, feet wet. But I think we did a great job, and uh, it's a, it's a definitely a, a more uh, expressive platform.
0: Hey, fans! One, thank you guys for tuning into our Voice of the Fans podcast, as you do each and every week. We appreciate the love. Please make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend about our show. Additionally, I'd like to ask that you guys subscribe to our Voice of the Fans YouTube page. Go to YouTube, type in Voice of the Fans, hit the subscribe button. What you're going to find there is a lot of exclusive content. Interviews between Greg Popovich and myself, Scott Farrell, Sports Talk host, and myself. You're going to hear... My com- conversation with Emmitt Smith. Hear why he tells me to go do some research. You're also going to see my interview with Jim Brown. Legendary Jim Brown. You're going to see my interviews with Eric Dickerson. You're going to see my interview with Terrell Davis. Hear why Terrell Davis says that Broncos running system was not a system. Hear his explanation of that. Once again, Voice of the Fans on YouTube page. Check it out again. Tell a friend to tell a friend because we appreciate that love. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, thank you for making our voice your choice. Um, so uh, one of the segments that we have is this week in history, Cleveland, where we talk about uh, things in the past. Uh, a lot of it's black history um, and sports history. So I want to get into that segment now before we hit our random topics and close out the show. 15th Amendment, giving blacks the right to vote, was established March 30th, 1870. So (laughs) let me get this straight. So here, the the next one I have is 326-1799, New York abolished slavery in 1799. But it took 70 years for blacks to be able to vote via the 15th Amendment. That's... uh, 70 years, Cleveland Did you get? Did you hear that? Did you get those? I I, I I followed the timeline. Yes. <laughs> okay. Very disturbing. Um. Very interesting, Cleveland And so I like what the, I like what Lowe's did. Um, Lowe's kept the home plate at Six Stadium. Do you know who played at Sixth Stadium? Rainier McCullough. Do you remember that stadium?
1: The uh, Seattle Pilots
0: played there. Seattle Pilots played there, correct? So uh, I don't know if you frequent that lows at all. I don't, I don't know. I I grew up right. There was apartments I lived right. Uh, we were at at the age of I must have been three or four. We were able to overlook Six Stadium and see the see them when they had the ball games. Because the baseball field was right there. It, this is back in the day, bro. It was 70s. Um, but Lowe's is, is obviously now the site for Lowe's, the hardware store. And they kept right at the entrance of their building is the home plate for six stadiums. It, the the original home plate. Did, did you know that? Have you seen that? Have you? I have been at that little,
1: on numerous occasions. I have not seen the home plate. I will look for it the next time I go there.
0: Man, they couldn't have moved it. They couldn't have taken it down because they, uh, they had it identified as the home plate. Anyhow, anyhow, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, I, but I thought that was cool that Lowe's decided to do that. Um, Seattle chose the nickname for the Pilots, for their original American League franchise team in 1968, 331-1968. They chose the Pilots. It was, uh, it was a cool nickname, I guess. Um, and then they became what team, what team bought them as just a little, uh, trivia story. Do you know who bought the pilots and who, what team they become?
1: I believe they became the, uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, exactly.
0: They're another cool name for the Brewers, right? Um, April 1st dr charles richard drew scientist discovered blood plasma i think kobe may have funded his his research there to get that done so kobe could get that uh, prp that plasma treatment done many times to extend his career (laughs) um the late great kobe Bryant. um back in 331 Two thousand four, NFL adopted a fifteen-yard penalty for sexist celebrations. The penalty was at fines previously in place of uh, choreographed and multiplayer celebrations. Also, if the infraction was flagrant, the player would be would be ejected. The previous this previous day, owners instituted a modified instant replay system uh, for five years. Um, so that that let there was nothing real historical there. That just let I, I saw that 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 happened on this day in two thousand four. Seems that seems like so 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 long ago that they implemented that. Um, what was another dumb rule that the NFL implemented because that was a dumb rule. I, I You'd agree with me, right? The fifteen yards for excessive celebration. Come on, give me a break. I would agree. It was another dumb rule like the, the next dumb rule, dumbest rules I could think is uh, they said they're gonna um flag running backs or offensive players for the head on collisions. Like, what do you expect the guy to do? Clearly, I, I don't know what the hell is uh, Troy Vincent doing in the NFL PA's office or in, in the office if they allow if he's been there. And he allowed that to, that language to be in the rule book. Um, he was a defensive player. I get that. But an offensive player, just any running back coming through the hole, he lowers your shoulder, his head's going to be lowered as well. And so to try to penalize him, that offensive player for that, I remember asking Jim Brown about that. Jim Brown, I said, what do you think about these new rules? Jim Brown, like, what new rules? that's that kind of stupid stuff it was it was kind of funny um but naturally that's what running backs have done for the end of time or the beginning of time right Hugh McElhaney run through the run through the line he's lowering his shoulders to kind of get some forward lean some forward motion for some forward momentum he's lowering his shoulders his head's gonna come down and that creates a head-on-head contact if the defender's doing the same thing Another dumb penalty, in my opinion. Cleveland, what's another dumb opinion? Uh, dumb, uh, penalty, in your opinion?
1: You know, Cam, I'm not, real, I'm not a big fan of the uh, defenseless receiver uh, criteria these days. I mean, I see some passes that are, uh, you know, what do you expect the player to do? I mean, you know, the defensive player. It's almost as if they are waiting for you to let them catch the football and then make a tackle. It's, not, it's like you can't really do anything to uh, prevent that from happening. It's 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 quite crazy. And their definition of defenseless is even more crazy. It's like, you're, well, you were running across the middle of the field. Yeah, you, you kind of took a chance in doing that. Why is it a penalty if you get hit running across the field,
0: you know? You're you're exactly right. That is, um, those two questions, the one I uh, brought up and this this defenseless receiver question is one of the questions I like to talk to NFL players about the most because it's very interesting to hear their perspective and how they have to manage this in split second time, right? They have to, this is split second decisions. How are you managing? um, You see the receiver going up for the ball and where do you hit them? When do you hit them? Do you wait for them to catch the ball? I, I've asked that exact question. Do you wait for them to catch the ball and then hit them? Like, uh, it's very inter- interesting to me how defensive players have to adjust to these insane illogical rules that the NFL is implementing. And again, Troy Vincent, I really questioned. I mean, I loved him when he was a Dolphin. He went to the Eagles and, and did his thing. Uh, I think he he didn't win a Super Bowl there, but he he went to the, he he was a good player for the uh, Eagles. Um, I just don't understand how somebody who physically played the game, physically put on the helmet, can allow such language to be implemented into the rule book. That baffles me. It really baffles me. Um, if they do it when he's not in the room, you know that's one possibility. But the position I think he's uh, official rules regulator or something to that effect where the rules have to go by him. Like, I just don't understand. Troy, I need to talk to you, Troy. I need to understand where your logic is, how you allow these calls to be made. I'm clueless as to this. But I really – back to the question that you brought up, the the defensive player question. I mean, if we go back in the day, you know, Ronnie Lott used to hit that receiver coming across the middle – so, when he came across the middle the next time, he's looking for the defensive back versus looking for the ball. Therefore, the defense has done their job if they can take his mind off of what he's supposed to do. Like, that's their job. Like, that's how I learned how to play. I mean, I don't know what college, high school, college, or teach today. That's what I learned. You hit that guy and make sure he doesn't want to come. He doesn't come around your side of your territory, and that's in any position, Was whether you're a running back blocking, whether you're the linebacker um, and the running back's trying to come block you, whether you're trying to make a tackle. You hit this guy the firstest with the mostest to let him know that you're this is real man territory around here, and he doesn't come back with that same gusto. Very next time, if you pop his ass, he's not coming back with that same gusto. That's what the defensive backs are trying to do to the receivers. Why they took that out of the game, I mean, obviously, so they can get more scoring. That's that's why they did it, so they can have a more wide open game. So, um, but it's a stup- stupid rule nonetheless. Um, so that was my question. Uh, what was the worst rule implemented in the in league? And, Cleveland, looking at this tournament, man, what's been the best story of this tournament, men's or women's?
1: Oh, I think the best story has been uh, UCLA getting to the Final Four. That's was not even on on anyone's radar. So the fact they were able to beat a number one seed and proceed all the way to the Final Four has been extraordinary to w- kind of watch their run and uh, the – uh story of their coach and their and his interaction with his father. It's been great.
0: Yeah, I kind of would have liked to you're not wrong in that. Um although I wanted Gonzaga I have Gonzaga. We picked Gonzaga in our in our pool. Um, want Gonzaga to win, but it would have been kind of cool to see U, USC UCLA um in the Final Four. That would, to that has never happened before. So that would have been kind of cool for the city. Um, and we have all four teams are west of the Mississippi there, so there's no um, East Coast bias involved in this Final Four. What's your thoughts there? Uh, that
1: is extremely unusual. I hadn't really thought of it in uh, in terms of that, but, uh, yeah, as you lay them all out, um, I don't really see um, any resistance to Gonzaga winning the national championship, especially with no Michigan there hanging out, they, you know, playing uh, UCLA. Although I was happy, and it's a great story that they got there. They're not a formidable opponent going forward, so um, that should be quite interesting. And, uh, and get, Houston being in the Final Four against Baylor, I mean, that's two Texas teams, so that's that's kind of interesting as well.
0: Yeah, it could have been California and Texas uh, shooting it out. What do you have um, as the biggest disappointment of the tournament, if you can name one?
1: Uh, for me, it would definitely be. Uh, The way the uh, Big Ten showed up, they they didn't didn't produce other than Michigan. Um, And then, I guess, uh, a single point of disappointment would probably be Texas as a three seed, um, you know, Shaka Smart, you know, taking the exodus and going to Marquette. I thought that was kind of lame after, uh, you know, taking over a program of that magnitude and then kind of, taking a step back because it was just too much pressure is kind of what it seemed like to me. Um, so I, I think they would be, probably be the biggest disappointment of the tournament so far.
0: So the words are that Shaka Smart was going to get fired in, out of Texas. So why not get out of there before he gets fired?
1: If that was what was going on, then sure. If, if that's a narrative, that's, that's fine. Um, I guess, you know, it looks better to take a job before you get fired as opposed to looking for a job after you get fired. So, yeah, that, that makes some sense. Um, and, and, you know, also, Ohio, well, I guess Ohio State isn't a big fan, but um, Ohio State was also quite disappointing in just kind of how they, you know, folded very early. But those would be the, the two biggest stories um, on the disappointment side that I saw.
0: Okay. um, So, who you got from when it, who you got winded out? Are you still with Gonzaga? Gonzaga is your favorite? I'm going with Gonzaga. Over UCLA, or yeah, over UCLA, then will likely play Baylor in the championship. You still going with uh, Gonzaga? Saga
1: Zag still got him.
0: And just check out my pool one last time. Um, We can't. I had Oregon State in the Final Four against looks like West Virginia, so. That's totally off. The only only way we can win now is if uh, Gonzaga wins, because that's my only Final Four team in the Final Four.
1: Well, that's and, that's a very distinct possibility, Cam. So it sounds like we still have a very good chance of winning. Then,
0: yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was just kind of running down who we had actually winning. Um, I had FSU and Bama playing for for the right to get to the Final Four, but they're not going to get there. Um, Let me go back to this. Cleavon, what do we have left, big guy? The women's, the women's bracket. South Carolina versus Stanford, Arizona and Connecticut. We got two black women coaches. Is that a thing? Is that something or nothing? The two black women head coaches. Dawn Staley, boy, she's been a women's basketball man for as long as I remember. I remember her playing in Virginia. Like The point guard, she was killing back in V.A., um, now she's coaching South Carolina and doing her thing there. Um who you got winning this game? Is it Connecticut?
1: You know, Connecticut very uh you know narrowly escaped that win uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Um I think that they're fortunate to, to be in the in the final four, but I think that they're gonna seize the opportunity and take it back.
0: Was that a foul on was that a foul on old girl going to the hoop? Do you do you call that a foul? Do you blow the whistle? You call that a foul. You can't blow the whistle right there, man. You can't blow the whistle.
1: I mean, this is this is not this is not ninety two, man. In, in two thousand twenty one, you you blow you blow the whistle.
0: She jumped right into the girls, man. The girls had position. She jumped right into them. I can't blow that whistle in that situation. I and I can't blow the whistle in that situation. Um. Okay, so we'll see how we'll see how things play out, Cleveland. We got a big fight. We got two Mexicans battling it out here May 1. Andy Ruiz versus Chris Ariola. Uh, fortunately enough, got to uh, interview both of these um, cats. Andy Ruiz is on a rebound, said he's focused now. He didn't uh he admitted, it. he's honest, man. Hey, I got I won a championship, man, and I got opportunities I never thought I'd have before. And I was living a life um he, he's still living in, he was living in a duplex, but doing big, big, big things as a heavyweight championship of the, uh, heavyweight champion of the world. And then Chris Areola, uh, he was honest by saying, when I first met Andrew Ruiz, he looked up to me. Now I'm looking up to, he looked up to me and tried to be where I was. Now I look up to him and trying to be where he, where he is. So, um, are you interested in this fight at all? Do you plan on sitting down and watching? It's a pay per view fight. I don't know if you're putting up to fifty bucks, but are you interested in the fight at all? Uh,
1: no, and no. <laughs>
0: this should be this should be an actual um, a good fight because neither one of these guys are gonna lay down. Um, I plan on being in the house, and just forewarning you, fans, neither one of these guys is gonna lay down, and so. Chris wants to knock Andy out. They're good friends. Chris wants to knock Andy out. Andy's on the rebound. So um, I think that's why it's going to be a good fight. Um, Fans, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, As always, the fans of this show, podcast listeners, are why we do this show each and every week. Why we do this Voice of the Fans is because I'm a fan of sports. Cleveland, you're a fan of sports. I figure kind of we – Talk about the sports from a fan's perspective. Uh, fortunately, fortunately enough, I've been able to kind of take this passion a little further and do some sports writing here locally in the Los Angeles market, covering a couple uh, NBA teams, um, NFL teams, cover some boxing events, and kind of see what uh, sports is like from the locker room perspective, if you will. But which has been really cool. But I I want to give the fans. A view of sports from this angle, from the angle of being a fan, being a reporter. I'm still a fan as a reporter, so that that doesn't change. I'm just writing about what I see from a fan's perspective. So I wanted to create this show, create these platforms. Um. So I can have this dialogue with other sports fans. Cleveland, I appreciate you for being a part of it. Fans, tune in. Let me know what you think of the show. Leave a comment. Or if you're watching the show, leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. Let us know what you like to see, what topics you like for us to share so we can get better. Um, all feedback is good feedback. That's one thing I see. Uh, that's one thing I truly believe. As we go, so we give you... Um, NBA topics. We give you NFL topics. Man, we give you some history lessons with, with our This Week in History. We challenge your mind when we th- with, with our numbers game. What number Every week that number changes. So what numbers are you thinking about? Um, now I'm going to give you a quote, give you a, something to walk away with for the week. I like this quote, Cleveland. Good is not good when better is expected. Cleveland, I expect better of you. I expect better of you to come up with some trash comments about the Nets being overrated. I expect more than that. So that's why I challenge you on these comments that you make, because I expect better of you. So the good is not good when better is expected. I mean, that means you're not going to let some average stuff slide. And fans in your life, you shouldn't let average stuff slide. So that's why I'm always challenging Cleveland, challenging his takes because he could be better and I'm working with him fans. I'm working we got to give Cleveland a chance. I'm working with him. It's, it's been a lot of time a lot of work I've been putting into this guy. His takes are improving, but some of them are just not what they, what I expect from this guy. and that's why we have to get the, the sticky notes going. we have to get the ticker going and you'll see it. He, when we get to Daniels, that's going to be a show. When we get to Daniels in June, that's going to be a show. That's going to be a show. Um, That is going to be the show, yes. Cleveland, I appreciate you um, again for your participation in the show. Fans, be sure to rate, review our podcast. As always, I want to thank you for making our voice your choice. Hey man, thanks for making our voice your choice. You know how we do. I love you. I love you.